What's up, Caitlin? Hey, Tammy. All right. Well, first of all, I just want to mention before we get started that I am super excited to be in your closet today. <laughs> in case you missed a, our, our last episode, the audio quality sucked. Sorry. We recorded in my kitchen most of the time, and um, it was very echoey, and so we're trying, we're trying out something new, some new scenery. So we're in my closet this time, and you know what's funny? I don't think we mentioned this on our Meet the Podcasters one, but Tammy and I also have something else in common. We have the exact same floor plan in our house, yep. so... My closet, her closet, maybe the same thing, but it's kind of funny. Well, mine's way messier. <laughs> but, I mean, we had so... The only thing in my house that's clean is my closet. <laughs> the rest of it's messy right now. I have lots and lots of kids. We would not fit in my closet at my house. <laughs> Definitely not. Um, too much stuff. But, yeah, so last time we had makeshift uh, Cheez-It boxes yeah. to... Um, like block. buffer the sound, yeah. but it, it didn't. It didn't work out. So I mean, if y'all want us to get better equipment, you know, keep listening. Yeah, and, uh, support us. So otherwise, we're gonna be in Caitlin's closet probably <laughs> forever. forever. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Okay, what do you got for today? Today, I'm so excited. I have had this one done for quite a while, and I've been waiting to do it. Mm-hmm. But we're doing the Texas Killing Fields. <laughs> Tammy says with excitement, the Texas Killing Fields. (laughs) I mean, not that it's a killing field, not that I'm not excited about the killing field. I just, so this one, because I, not only do I like crime, but I'm also obsessed with the paranormal. Yeah. And this will tie it all in together, because I'm going to take Caitlin one day when everything is (laughs) calm in her life. One of my babies, I have twin infants and when they've grown a little and my husband is not with a broken leg like he is right now yes so gimp a lot yeah yes yeah when he can take care of the babies we're gonna go well he'll probably come too who are we yeah kidding? He our loves husbands to go probably time. Come. yeah we'll, we'll leave my kids with your kids yeah they just take care of each other i have so an almost 17 year old yeah i think that that would work that would be perfect so <laughs> Um, and then there is a, a witness, I'll get into her a little bit, but she, I'm pretty sure she'd be willing to come along with us. I haven't formally been able to interview her yet, but um, she has some great insight, and she was around during some of this, so, um, and she thinks she still lives down there. <laughs> Tiffany, if you're listening to this, um, we'd love to have you take us down there. That would Ooh, be yes. great. Yay, um, a tour guide. Yes. Um, I know that we haven't been able to formally talk yet, but that would be amazing if you'd go down there with us. And, of course, I still need to talk to you. Yes. Um, okay, so Texas Killing Fields. I had never heard of the Texas Killing Fields until I started researching stories okay. to come, like, come up with. Um, so I'm going to just jump right into it if you're all right with that. I'm all right with it. Let's go. Since the 1970s, the bodies of over 30 women have been found on this 50-mile stretch of land, and it's between Houston and Galveston. That's what's... Oh, my God. I almost just said, is this Texas? Duh, Caitlin. <laughs> Texas. Caitlin's not getting a lot of sleep. Thank you. It's okay. It's all right. It's okay. Yeah. No, it's in, it's in Texas, although Texas is kind of its own country anyway. It's so true, yeah. So, I mean, it's huge. So, this field has been described as a perfect place for killing someone and getting away with it. Um... I had to kind of do a lot of research when I go into the stories. I want to give you some background on the fields itself. So at first I thought, well, it's like, um, you know, the small little piece of land. It's not. And when you hear about how these bodies are dumped and 
and hidden and things like that. And, and I think that they, a lot of uh, law enforcement say that there's there's probably a lot more uh, their bodies in this Texas killing field so on this stretch of um, land that they can't even get to. And you think about it and you go, well, why can't you get to yeah, it? Why why, if you think there are bodies there, why aren't you going and looking? Because if, sure. if I'm out there, somebody better be looking for me. I don't yeah, care what you yeah. have to do. Don't worry, but, we'll, we'll go through the trenches. Yes, I mean, drone something, people. <laughs> yes. Um, but anyway, it's it's uh, acres of dense woods, trees packed so tightly together that you, can, you can't even barely see the ground. So it's such a, what's the word I'm looking for? Dense um, piece of land. I mean, it's like, it's marshy, wooded? it's swampy, it's wooded, like, mm-hmm. it, you name it. It's just, and I, I mean, if any, if for those of you not uh, native Texan or familiar with Houston, it is probably the most humid place on the face of the earth, um, with the exception of Florida, I would say. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's bodies decay quickly there and all of that. Probably easy to hide the stench, too, if it's humid all the time. It's already nasty, stinking anyway. Okay, so there once stood a sign near the the killing fields that read, You are now entering the cruel world. This area... Cruel world. Don't ask me. I don't know. I don't know what they do in Houston. <laughs> Who puts the sign up? I'm yeah. just curious. Who's we don't claim Houston this? or Dallas. Um, <laughs> I don't. I claim Dallas. You don't have to claim it, but I can claim Dallas. What? I love Dallas. I lived in Dallas for a long time. How are we friends? I don't know. Cause you love me. <laughs> I'm like Dallas scares the ever loving crap oh, out I of love me. Dallas. I'm just like, yeah. No. <laughs> um, this area has received national attention and has been the focus of movies, literature, mov- and, and more. I wrote movies twice for all those listening. <laughs> I really like to do movies. I love movies. Yeah, <laughs> Kayla loves books. I mean, I love books. Audio books. And Don't I will get me re- reading. <laughs> yes, I will read books, but, um, and usually the movies, I know we're going to get, I'm going to get hate mail for this, but yeah, I know hate, the books are always better, of course. Way better. Yeah. Not going to get hate mail for that, just, you know, always watching the movie over. I, you know, time for money. Both. I got things to do. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I did, I did read the movie. I can't remember what it's called. I'll put it in here, but I read. I did read the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to say anything. Lord Jesus, I heard it. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Caitlin. Um, I did Good watch the movie. I can't remember what it's called, but it had some big name actors in it. It had um, what's his face from The Walking Dead? Oh, I the bad know. guy. Nate watches that. His dead people. I don't. Negan. Know. I should know this. We're only okay. It had Negan in it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it was it was it was, it was, it was I. No, I'm not. I give it like. Two thumbs. Is what's good? Two thumbs up? I give it one thumb I mean, thumb you up. only have two, so if it's... Oh, yeah, true. You can't give more than two, I, I give, guess. I give one thumb. One <laughs> thumb up. All right, I digress. Okay, so in an area located uh, in League City, Texas, that's where I'm going to be uh, focusing today's story on. How far is it, do you know? From here? Yeah. Oh, I think it was like three and a half hours, four hours. It was bad. Oh, my. That's not too bad. It's like a weekend trip. Yeah. Um, so it's about 30 minutes south of Houston, um, this has been one of the field's main hot spots. So there's a 25-acre 25, 25 abandoned lot. And a neighborhood now sits across the street from this tragic location. Oh, my God. But before... I know. Could you... Um, is that a selling point, real estate agent, over here? Is that... Hail to the no. And to your left, we have the Texas mm. Killing Field. Yeah. Yeah. Here's where We'd all the bodies show up. People like us. We would. That's That's who they, they have true crime freaks that just live across the street from there, I bet. That's true. I don't know about resell though. That would be that would kind of scare me. You have a very specific market. <laughs> truly. <laughs> that you're truly, selling to there. Truly, truly. Yeah, no. Um, and then the ghosts just come and eat with you for dinner. 
Um, so I yeah. bet there's a bunch of true crime freaks. All jokes aside, I mean, they have to be. You have to know weird. it's there. Yeah, I mean, I think everybody down there a little knows bit of an enthusiast. Place, what happened there? Yeah, I mean, and to think, like I said, they say there's more bodies that they can't even get to. So just walk over. That's a that's a weekend for them, you know. Like some people, like we do, like Pictionary as neighbors, and then there's some other neighbors to get together with shovel and try to find their bodies across us. the street from their neighborhood. That would be us. Yeah, forget us. the freaking rummy cube. Yeah. So we do game night, ladies game night. Forget yeah. the rummy cube, girl. We're like we are gonna find. I'd be like, there's a get femur. your shovels. Yeah, I'm like, is this a I don't know. femur? <laughs> Whoever finds the biggest bone wins. No, Tammy, I think that's a chicken bone. <laughs> I still win. Uh, and we're going to take shots every time we find a bone. Oh, God. <laughs> be so drunk. Okay. So, anyway, it's, uh, where to, okay. So, a neighborhood now sits across it, obviously. And if you're headed there today, you can see markers where the bodies were found. So, they still have the markers up in, in this, like, little 25-acre well, it's not little. If anybody knows how much 25 acres is, it's <laughs> a lot of freaking land. But so you can, so that's what I'm saying. We got to go ghost hunt this because you can still see where the, they have it marked. Like, like the crime scene markers? No, I, they look more like memorial type. Okay. Yeah. Um, that would make markers. sense. Cause it would probably be hard to keep those mm-hmm. yeah, in place. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. yeah the, the crime scene tape's still up from the seventies. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's like know. disintegrating right now. <laughs> it's crumbling. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's still there. Don't touch it. <laughs> um, so Yeah. The uh, I can't even think. Oh, here I hey I made note of this movie that I watched. I'm in this uh, in my story. Y'all are gonna be super impressed. So it's called um, the Texas Killing Wheels. <laughs> no, it's not. Yes, the movie's called Texas Killing Wheels. <laughs> I can't make this up. Remember? Before? Oh, d- I can't. I can't. I, I y'all, this is ridiculous. Okay, I told you I wrote this like what? When did we start doing this? Like four or five months ago. Yeah. <laughs> Just funny. This is like my I can't first story. The name of that movie. What's the name of it? Oh, I don't know. So and so was in it, but what was the name? Oh, yeah, but Negan's in it. That's all. I do know that <laughs> Negan. The name was of in our it. episode: Texas Killing Fields. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, womp womp. Um. So the director, Amy, uh, man, I'm gonna I'm gonna say her her um sir is a surname. When you have a name, bef- when you have your first your maiden name's what. Like when you're married, but then your maiden name's called what? Like you know how people have keep their last they keep their two last names? Yeah, I don't know. Oh, okay. Well, we're just gonna go with man because I can't (laughs) pronounce the first last name. Guess I'm not that formal. No, no, I just I couldn't do it. Um, you okay? So you can actually, she says you can see the refineries um that are on the south side of League City. So you can you can see I forty five. She said, but if you yelled, no one would necessarily hear you, and if you ran, there wouldn't really be anywhere to go. She said it was such a weird place. So you can see parts of this, but yeah, yeah, okay. So the very first victim was thirteen year old Colette Wilson, like the first one they found there I'm from this little patch of like the tw- from okay. uh, yeah. Because I mean the Texas Killing Fields really stretches for miles and miles and oh miles God. and miles. Like it's all along the little. This would like, be the perfect place to take our husbands. Wink, wink. Yep, and yours is already <laughs> yours is already down for the I count. Know. Yeah, he can't run. Yeah, we just have to. Ooh. <laughs> I'm already thinking, like, how do we get him? How do we get him in the car? Because he's <laughs> telling our husbands go are heavy. Oh, just tell yes. We'll be like, we're already going ghost hunting, and, and then, then he's then gonna we need be your the ghost. Husband to push the wheelchair because mine is too big for me to do it, and then yeah. that's how we get him. Yeah, wheel him done. in. Done, done, and done. We just got up life and you didn't hear this, this happens. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? I like we no, but in all fairness, Caitlin and I joke, but we cannot do jail. No. Like we cannot do jail. <laughs> we I would, would never murder our husbands. Don't. Oh my gosh, never. I would die or like anyone the first night in jail. For yeah. sure. No, no thanks. 
Uh, it's just not a it's not a happy life in jail. I'm too nice for it. Let's be real. <laughs> I'd have to I'd have to link up with somebody like quickly. Cause my mouth, I like y'all. I am all barking. Bitch. Nobody. Yes, I'd have to be someone's bitch because <laughs> I would die the first second I'd get in, just running my mouth, and then I'd get killed. I would get shanked. Hi, I'm Tammy. Can I be your bitch? <laughs> <laughs> I'd have to do it. Do you, you have got... a bitch? Can I be your bitch? Yeah. Are you accepting applications? <laughs> <laughs> I'll do anything. <laughs> I'll sell your house and I get out of here. I don't yeah. care. <laughs> right next to Texas, the Texas Killing Fields. Okay, so. Paulette Wilson, she was our very first victim for this little patch of area okay. that took place. So this little area is going to have a bunch old. of different... 13. I have okay. a 13-year-old son, so this is... Mm, yeah. Just could not imagine. Um, this kid stuff gets me. Yeah, yeah. It's just one thing you do stuff to adults. But children, I have absolutely no tolerance for it whatsoever. Um, that is when that is when I would go to jail. I'd, I'd have to, like, hurt somebody for trying to hurt a kid. Yep. Um, okay, so on June 17th, 1971, Colette had just finished playing in a band concert, and her instructor had offered to take her home, along with some other kids that he had been instructing, is that what you call when you're doing band instructions? Yeah. That sure. evening. We're going to go with it. <laughs> um, her instructor dropped her off um, at the intersection of Highway 6 and CR 95. I'm not completely familiar with it, but he dropped her off. Um, there's actually a YouTube video about this, too. Um, I, I'll have Caitlin. I said, I'm going to put it in the links. Caitlin does all that. <laughs> um, so this was in Alvin, Texas. Uh, so this area was said not to ha- not to have a whole lot of traffic and, and considered to be safe. Again, remember, this was the 70s. This is the early 70s. Um, so Colette's mom, Claire, was supposed to meet her at the intersection, but was running a few minutes late. She arrived only five minutes late, but Colette was nowhere to be seen. At this point, Claire isn't freaking out. She remembers a plan that her and Colette have, um, should Claire ever be late? Colette was supposed to um, walk to a friend's house who lived nearby. So Claire leaves to go to the friend's house, um, and she notices on the way to her on the on the way to the friend's house a broke down car on the side of the road. She doesn't think much of it and leaves to go to Colette's friend's house. When Claire arrives, Colette is not there. Now Claire is panicked. She remembers yeah. the car. Yeah. Oh yeah. I could just. Oh my gosh. Yeah. You just you go into like berserk mode. Yeah. Reeling. Um, so she's panicked. She remembers the car on the side of the road and goes back to see if she saw, if she, if she could talk to the person broke down on the side of the road, if they had any insight. Car's gone. So four more victims would be found in League City. Um. On that same patch? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, pretty, there, some of the bodies are pretty close together too. Like almost side by side. Wow. I mean, within just a few feet of each other. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, I have, I have the witness that I'd like to, um, interview. I, she's got her own theory too. Yeah. So, but I'll let her tell everybody what her theory is. Um, so Tiffany, your witness, she, she was involved with a family member. Or she just had interest in these. Crimes? So there's, there's a suspect. Um, I think he's, I think he was named a suspect at one point, but, um, there is a, there is an individual of interest and she used to work for that individual for some, for quite some oh, time. Yeah, while this was going on, because this, he worked on the land. I mean, he, they ran a, um, what is it, a horse boarding like, okay. type place? Yeah. So, yeah, so they boarded horses. and I, We live in did, the country, folk. Country! Um, yeah, so she she worked with him, but she, like I said, she's got her own theory. Um, she doesn't necessarily think it's him. Oh. But I'll let, yeah, I okay. mean, yeah, we'll, we'll let that plot twist take yes. place when uh, we talk to her and hopefully she goes, goes hunting with us. <laughs> Um, okay, so 
Uh, making sure... Okay, so four more victims would be found in League City. Okay. Uh, it's just as desolate today as it was in the 70s. Um, and it's an, it's basically, it's an oil, it's an oil field and it's just a little ways of I-45. Mm-hmm. Um, but back then they said it's a little bit more remote, obviously things, you know, yeah, they yeah, added highways and up. things and neighborhoods apparently. Yes. Um, oh God. I still can't get over that. Right. But it's still a good ways away from major roads. <laughs> obviously it hasn't quote unquote killed the market out there. <laughs> <laughs> I got dad jokes, y'all. Yeah, yeah, we're bringing it, we're laying it on thick today. Um, Okay, so from 1984 to 1991, four female bodies were found um, on this patch of land. And still today, you can see the memorials where these young ladies were found. Now, uh, most of the trees are cleared out, but back then it looked like a forest. Um, So you can now easily see the memorials. And I'm going to stress, please, y'all, we do joke and laugh, but please do not go and mess with the memorials and be disrespectful or anything like that. I mean, just put yourself in their shoes. I mean, these these women did have families and friends and things like that. Yeah, don't don't do that. Um, Be respectful. Do so, people do that? Like, is that something that you came across? People are messing with it? No, I oh, just okay. always feel like, you know, yeah. you, you always have those. We were all teenagers once. I never wanted yeah, to mess with That was true. one thing I never, I did stupid stuff, but we never wanted to mess with graves. Um, there are teenagers that will do it, though, so. Yeah, yeah it's and a it's good, just, good don't, disclaimer. don't be a jerk. And if you're going to go and you're going to do ghost hunting and you're going to do, you know, all that stuff, I mean, be respectful and mindful of the area that you're in, like, especially since there are memorials. Yeah. Um, families yeah. are obviously t- still taking care of these memorials and still want their memories to live on. This is just a super sad. Um, and I'll go into their stories a little bit about um, kind of how they disappeared and, and things like that. Killers still has not been found or anything like that. Um, okay, still, so, ma'am. yeah, still still out there, maybe. Um, so the victims were found close to each other and lying naked on their backs with their arms crossed over their chests. So I, I do believe that same person did yeah, this. Yeah, same person. Were they were they buried or were they just all found? N- all found out there. Okay. Yeah, out, no, 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 none of them were in a grave. So no probably all in the same time frame they were murdered too. Mm-hmm. Yep. Were they around the same age? Like, was yep. there any other similarities? Yep. Yeah, it's totally the same person. Same At least dude. for that killing. At least I'm, I'm assuming it's a dude. Those killings. Yeah, I don't want to stereotype, but it's probably a dude. Probably. Um. Okay, so the first victim was found on April 6, 1984 by a um, dog whose owners lived nearby. The dog went out exploring oh. as it normally did, and, and as its owner said uh, that it, oh, I already said that, as it normally did. But this day, <laughs> the dog returned with um, a shocking souvenir. Oh, God. Gross. What? A human skull. Ew, gross. This skull Ew. would later be identified as belonging to the woman by the name of Heidi, I cannot pronounce her last name, so I just put F. Uh, i just rather not botch it up yeah i mean just google google's your friend um uh, so okay so uh, a 25 year old cocktail waitress she was last seen a short distance um to use the payphone two years later on february 2nd 1986 a group of boys riding dirt bikes smelled something rotting they began to follow the scent and they grew closer the stench became more and more foul the group began to worry about what they were about to walk up. See, that's my life, right? I, Girl, we're in the woods, and I smell something. I'm going the other direction. I'm just not. Because I'm like, there's a good chance it could be an animal yeah. or a body. And I would have, yeah. Like, the curiosity would get me, but I'd also probably stay away from it, personally. Because well, I wouldn't want to walk up on it. 
I have like legit three fears. Tsunamis. <laughs> like we we live very inland, so hilarious. I mean, it could it could happen. Uh bears. And this would be one of those where I'm like, we're about to like walk up on a bear eating some dead you know, like it's a carcass uh-huh. and then it's gonna kill us. Don't eat my food. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, well, you already have food. Like, why do we need to be food? Leave us alone. Like, we'll just run. And then you're, and then I hear you're not supposed to run away from bears. Do I don't know. We have bears around here. Oh, my gosh. So, you know, I don't think we have bears around here, but you never know. Um, <laughs> Again, pretty legitimate fear. Yes. But when we were driving, so we vacation a lot in Gulf Shores, Orange Beach, Alabama. And we were driving back one time, and there was a dead bear on the side of the road. Aww. And my husband was half asleep, and I was like trying to wake him I was driving yeah well I hope he wasn't half asleep (laughs) he's doing 90 he's half asleep I'm freaking out bears on the side of the road no that's why you woke him up yeah not because he was falling asleep driving you fool (laughs) um I'm like there's a bear and he argued with me for like two hours that there could not be a bear I would have whipped that car around so fast I know if I were not on a time crunch because I'm in I'm the person that gets in the car like I have to get there like as quick as humanly possible you know I don't care I would have whipped my car around at that point and I'm like, Just that was a damn wrong. bear. He's like, oh, it might have been a boar. First, he tried to tell me he's a deer. You know what a deer looks like. Oh, my God. So when it was my turn to get in the passenger seat and we switched, you know I Googled it. And I'm like, they're indigenous to the area. So there are <laughs> bears. You never know. Yeah. It's on the highway. Could you imagine the person that hit that bear? <laughs> oh, my God, no. That car, My car probably would have flipped because I, yeah. I do. Yeah. Um, I can't get in trouble for saying I speed on on podcast <laughs> only if they catch you <laughs> uh, only not in residential areas but on the on the highway um yeah no i, I have a tendency i have a little lead foot so I, I would just i could imagine hitting that bear going like 90 oh my gosh wait wait what's the third fear oh the third fear uh oh crocodiles <laughs> okay because I mean, think think about it. Well, tsunamis and water. I have a fear of drowning. I have a fear of drowning too. That one is legit. But like tsunamis, you can't escape. True. Like you just there's no getting It'd away be like from it. Instant. Yeah, but it's still. I'm. Ugh. And yeah, then no, bears. Same. If you've ever, if y'all have nothing better to do, Google or YouTube a bear attack. They don't just kill you quickly. Like they nibble on you for hours oh and God. hours and hours. Okay. So, <laughs> what 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 is the story? What what what's today's <laughs> podcast? <laughs> Oh my gosh, it's horrible. Um, okay, so obviously they they are worried. These boys are worried about what they are about to come up on, and and shocking. Um, they are about to discover an active crime scene, human remains. Police noted that this body was close to where Heidi was found. Um, and then they so they began to secure the area. They found another set of human remains, so they found it, found another one. A few hmm. steps away, another decomposing body. Later identified as 16-year-old Laura Miller. I could pronounce her last name. So I put it in there. <laughs> On the night of Laura's disappearance, Laura asked her mom to drive her to a payphone. What's up with the payphones? Well, so she could call her boyfriend. Oh, that's true. That's true. Um, so she'd call her boyfriend. How old is... Oh, she's 16. Uh, that's a no. How... Uh, you... No. You Not can, in our house. Yeah, you can uh, write your boyfriend a letter, <laughs> put it in a little bottle, and send, send it across. Him. Yeah. Uh, messenger pigeon. Yeah, okay, payphone. What was that? What was that back then? I had to like that took coins and stuff. That's pretty. Funny. What did they not have a house phone she could call from? She said, "Mom, drive me to a payphone." Ooh, because she gonna talk. Oh, I'm not gonna. I don't but that's like weird, too. right? Yeah, yeah, but even still, her mom was there. Mom, drive um, me to a payphone. We did they not have a landline? Right. I, they just didn't want to talk about things in front of their parents. That's I what guess. I would think. That's. I mean, I'm just going Very back to my 16 year old self. Yeah. 
Um, Laura told her mom once she, that she would come home once she fin- once the call ended. Laura, oh, okay. So she dropped her at the She dropped her off, yeah. Laura never made it home. She simply vanished. P- police um, didn't connect the dots at the time. People. Same exact two. I mean, how do you not connect the dots? But whatever. Yeah, they found her. They found, well, and I'm like, because they, they were both they missing. They both got, these two women got snatched up at a payphone. But police oh, yeah, aren't yeah. like, and this is, you know, kind of I a rural area. That. I'm like, hello. It's not like a big city or anything like that. No. <sighs> it's the country, folks. Country. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to make up a song. Uh, but Laura was actually last seen, um, she was actually seen at the same freaking convenience store that Heidi was last seen. Okay. This is like, this is a, so this guy's like stalking it. This is like, what's that guy's name? That Danny Corwin? Corwin. Yeah. You know how he like just took people from their cars? Yeah. We did that story. Um, yeah, it's like that. Like he has, he's kind of stalking the he same damn payphone. He's like, he, he probably freaking worked there. Oh, <gasps> oh he wasn't yeah. just hanging out at the convenience store. He probably worked there. That's true. Cause he's like this. This is like the payphone of the delivery hot babes. person. Like, come on, investigators. Dang. We're connecting the dots. We're going to we solve this case. Connecting. We always say we're going to solve the case, and we I don't like actually solve the case. We're going to one day. Yeah. We're, we're going to be on TV for we solving We have a lot of shit to do. But one of these days, <laughs> we're going to solve a crime. It's we're going to squeeze list. it in there. <laughs> Can it be like a... Even if it's... Okay, but... We just got to lower our bar, because I'm totally fine with, like, any crime. Like, oh, like, we I'm found this, like... I'm an overachiever. I'm like, set the bar high. Yeah. I'm like, okay, solve a crime. Because I really also don't want to be, like, in a mafia. Like... No. You know no, what I mean? Like, oh, no. we solved, like, they found Jimmy Hoffa. Like, I don't want to be the person to find no. Jimmy Hoffa. No, no. So, anyway. Laura's father, Tim, uh, he would use it, his grief and turn his passion um, into solving missing persons cases. Uh, so, he now runs the Texas EquiSearch... Hmm. Okay. I'm saying that right. More for uh, like missing people? Is that what uh-huh. that's for? Okay. Yep. Yep. Uh, so the, the remains initially found by the boys were never able to be identified. So the, they, But the other two remains that were found next to that, to the first set of remains were, you know, obviously Laura and um, Heidi. The medical examiner was able to determine that the victim was between 22 and 30, shot with a, t- a 22 caliber handgun. For 35 years, this woman went identified until just this past year. When DNA, dino DNA. Yeah, because as, I mean, well, like we talked about with the Danny Corwin case, the DNA wasn't really a thing back in the 70s. It started becoming a thing in the 80s, but until they actually had a database to compare it to, it's kind of a moot point, unless you're comparing it to an individual. Like, you have somebody specific. Yeah, you got to collect so it first, yeah. back in the 80s, they didn't really have that, you know, availability there. So, interesting. Mm-mm. That's Mm-mm. cool. Okay, so there was DNA match. So, they, yep, and they learned that this woman was Audrey Cook. She was 30 years old at the time of her death. She went missing on December um, of 1985. Not much was known about Audrey, um, and investigators are still asking for the public for information. That always trips me out, too, how people don't know who a missing person is, unless they're, like, a drifter. But even then, I mean, I would like to think, like, we came from somewhere. I just had a 30-minute long conversation with my kids yesterday about what came first, the chicken or the egg. Like, the drifter (laughs) had to come somewhere, right? Like. She must have had a family. So, anyway, not much on her, unfortunately. So, five years later, another set of uh, female remains would be discovered. And, again, it wasn't until recently that she was um, identified. Uh, so, she, those remains would belong to a Donna Prudhoe? Prudhoe? I'm going to go with it. Something else. P. Donna P. Don't ask me why she, her last name made the cut, and I still don't know how to pronounce <laughs> it, but it happened. Um, so she was last seen July of 1991, so obviously some years later. Oh, yeah. 
Donna's sister said that Donna lived an extremely hard life. She was a mother of two caught up in in an extremely abusive relationship. Donna tried to leave the relationship and sent her kids to live with their grandma while Donna tried to get her own life together. Unfortunately, she would go missing shortly after. The discovery of these four women would draw, um, women would draw national attention, but what makes these cases even harder to piece together is that while each body was found remotely close to one another, they were each in different jurisdictions. Can you, can you imagine that? No way. So that, this person had, like, that was very strategic. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I would like this guy's, I don't know if he, like, knew he was doing. So I'm going to float a theory here. Okay. I think that Donna, the latest victim... Right? That was the last one. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I think her boyfriend is the one that was the convenience store clerk. And that he, she was his last victim because... Oh, because she, she knew too yeah, much? Yeah, domestic. Yeah, he definitely killed her. And I have a feeling that he was the convenience store clerk. Somebody investigate that, please. Yeah. <laughs> Donna's boyfriend? Where's Donna's boyfriend? Okay, so if you're listening... So in different jurisdictions. That's... I just like to imagine, like, all four, three or four of these cops are, like, just standing, kind of like, in a four square. But they're like, we can't cross this line. Yes. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they take a can of paint. Ball. Yeah. Yeah, they're like, you don't cross my crime scene, I'll cross your crime like scene. Like with siblings when you have to share a room. This is yeah. my side, and I'm not touching your, your crime scene. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell? Is nobody, like, collaborating? How crazy is that that there's four jurisdictions that converge right on that piece of land? And that person had to know what they were... I mean, what are the odds that that's a coincidence, right? It's got to be more planned out. I would think so, but I wouldn't even know where... I mean, I wouldn't even know where, like, the true Keller line ends and Watauga begins. You know what I mean? I feel like back then people had to have a better sense of direction because there were not GPS and not even MapQuest back then. Because they would, like, lick their finger to, to, like, see which way the wind was going. Pull out a giant atlas. My dad always (laughs) had this big, like, uh, um, spiral-bound atlas map My underneath gosh, the I front seat that. of the van <laughs> that's how we that's how we got places but i mean they you probably had a better sense of of plot lines at that yeah, point because they were like all drawn yeah, out I like marked with expect, stones yeah maybe yeah, i don't know yeah. i don't know i yeah i'm thank god i mean i was i'm i'm obviously my parents when, when i was little i remember them having to go to the store and buy the map like if we were traveling mm-hmm. through that state like mm-hmm. they needed the map for that area and God big, forbid those turn it upside yeah. down. <laughs> if they didn't have a map for that area, that my parents were gonna lose their crap. But I was the map quest when map quest came out. Yeah. Like when I started driving, it was map quest. And then yep. you're like trying to read y'all talk about texting and driving. Oh my god. Trying to read your damn map quest directions. That <laughs> and was And then crazy. if you missed the turn or there was road work, you were screwed if there was road work. Yeah, and the signs weren't where we they were better off with maps at that point. Truly, truly, but now they want to change the road so much. Yep. So so so, so much change. So silly. Okay, so, um, obviously, I'm going back to my, so different, four different jurisdictions. And this made it hard for law enforcement to link the details together, because they couldn't talk to each other four feet away. Yeah. <laughs> um, the killer was waiting years in between killings, and the killings weren't back to back. That we do know, because, I mean, there was quite mm-hmm. some time from the 70s to the 90s. Mm-hmm. So, we'll go with Caitlin's theory we want that guy investigated we don't know who the boyfriend is we want him investigated he did it all (laughs) especially if donna ended up the same way it's just too coincidental yeah i mean obviously that's the same because they're taking him to the same they're taking the bodies to the same exact location yep and laying them out the same way which is ballsy because i would be like oh my gosh okay i got away with it the first time like i'm not bringing but you know why they do that 
Why? So they can visit them. It's like trophies. They go so oh, they can visit them so they know where they all are and disgusting. they can visit their trophies. Yeah. It's oh. ridiculous, but that's what... Oh, we're going to go packing then. In the mind of a serial because killer. Because if that guy tries to show up while we're ghost hunting it... <laughs> Let's figure out who he is first. <laughs> uh, excuse me, sir. We will be there on July 15th, 7 p.m. Be there. Be ready to take you out. Okay. Um, one person of interest was Robert Abel. And this was who Tiffany worked for. Okay. Uh, they had nothing to connect Abel to the four killings or any of the murders. However, this guy's weird, so just follow me. Uh, no eyewitnesses, nothing. But searches of his property and, and home were conducted, and each time, nothing. Robert, mm. um, so some, some believe without a doubt that Abel murdered these four young women. Why? Uh, I'll tell you, because he's okay. weird, weird as shit, that's why. <laughs> um, Robert was never charged. Uh, Robert was a retired NASA engineer. That's not what makes him weird as shit. It's actually pretty cool. Said to be a really smart guy. He owned parts of the oil field where the girls' bodies were found. After Donna was discovered, he went above and beyond to get involved in her case. That's red flag number one. Yeah, huge. Mm -hmm. They say that most of the perps will try and um, get too involved in the cases for for many, many, many different reasons. Yeah, that makes sense why that would be a red flag for sure. Um... And he, it's on his land. And it's on his land, like, over and over and over again. So he would know very well what those plot lines were and which jurisdiction was where. That is true. He he probably was the one that set the stones. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, he's like, this is, this is I don't know what kind of county. I'm not, I have no idea what the county is. Line in the sands. Yeah. He's like, if this cop crosses over here, then he's going to go down. I don't know. Um, he, le- he even let them use his horses. Because remember I mentioned that he, and Tiffany will tell us, there's this horse. the Oregon Trail. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have golf carts back then. <laughs> can't drive them. No! Can't oh, drive them it. trucks there. They're like, we need the horses. I told you, it's very thick. You're not going to get a damn golf cart in the in the brush. In the trenches. But you could we should try. drive an F-150 or just one of those 350? I don't know. <laughs> 350? <laughs> I don't know what they are, but what are those big trucks, right? 250s? Some of the 50s, whatever they are. Our husband's going to be really upset. We don't know this. <laughs> Because my husband drives a big truck. <laughs> Whatever the 50 truck is. But they could get it back there better than a golf cart. Yeah. Better than them horses. Yeah. What about a Segway? I would probably try and get on a Segway. <laughs> a hoverboard? <laughs> I'd be like, if I would for sure get caught in like quicksand, <laughs> I'm going down. <laughs> but it's the country. Don't the, ho- don't the damn cops have their own horses? Seriously. That's I'm just true. saying. Okay. Because it's more convenient to start on the land instead of bring, ship your own horses in from four different jurisdictions. <laughs> they're like this guy's gonna let us use his horses um so yeah they cleared the he even cleared the brush and even he began telling investigators how they should be searching okay you know yeah He's I like, don't, no, I like that's him. not where the skull is you idiots that's uh I'm, yeah. I'm gonna get real copy here i like him for this crime yeah i mean this guy is a moron because i'm just saying yeah he's sending up all the red flags it yeah, for sure. That, for sure. That, that he was a person of interest. That makes sense. He's like, I have absolutely no law enforcement background, but I think that y'all y'all are doing it completely wrong. Yeah. Um, that would be awesome. He's like, I left y'all breadcrumbs. I freaking left horse feed all the way to the damn body so my horse would go to the body and you guys just trepsed around it the whole... Just like, <laughs> gallop. What do they do? Go Galloped. here. Yeah. X marks the spot. Yeah. Guys are idiots. You do realize that we would be the ones instructing cops. You're doing your job wrong. <laughs> 
we're pretty much doing that right now. I know. We have our own person of interest. Oh my gosh. I know. I know, right? No, we, we truly love law enforcement. <laughs> law enforcement, you guys can call us. We're idiots. We know. Um, but yeah, there's no way. I, I couldn't do this. I couldn't do that job because I, first of all, I'd have to kill so many people because you know how people, like, as if I were a cop, I just can't deal with people that lie. You know yeah. they're lying, but you have to, like, catch them in a lie. Mm-hmm. Like, I know you're lying. Um, I'm really good at that, catching people in a lie. Yeah. That's a, that's a secret hidden talent of mine. So. Next podcast, we interrogate, like, random people. Yeah. <laughs> just, like, ask them random that's questions. That's what we could do. I could be a human lie detector. <laughs> uh, nope, it's going. It's moving. Yep, nope. Caitlin said you're lying. Sorry. Um, okay, so some say... Uh, that he was a concerned citizen trying to help. But what people need to understand is that it is very common for offenders to involve mm-hmm. themselves in their crimes. It is yep. not unusual for these jerks to show back up to the crime scene once the victims have been discovered. Law enforcement actually scan crowds to see who's around. Um, these dirtbags like to get a front row seat of what's going on. Robert's enthusiasm actually drew suspicion from law enforcement. Too long from law enforcement. <laughs> so I, I dropped uh, the kids off at the carpool this morning. Yeah. So my eight-year-olds and um, his friend was like, I have a tongue twister for you guys. And he's like, say toy boat five times really fast. Do it. Toy boat, toy boat, toy boat, toy boat. <laughs> You're basically like, toy boy, toy boy. <laughs> I was like, you got me, man. You got me. <laughs> okay. So anyway. Uh, if you can do it. Send us a video. Yeah, we'd love to hear it because I could not do it. All right, so D- uh, Detective Bentner would bring Robert in for questioning. Bentner asked Robert if he had any bodies turn up on his property, and Robert became extremely defensive and, and angry and stopped the interview. Investigators found his behavior extremely suspicious. Uh, detectives on the case based their concerns off the FBI profiling who believed the killer to be an organized killer. And this is right around yeah. the time, I believe in the 70s and the 80s, when the FBI truly started to profile, profile yeah. uh, the you know, serial killers and things like that. So, um, An organized killer is usually someone who is intelligent and able to fit in with their peers without any suspicion. That was Robert. He was a NASA engineer. He was so intelligent. People that knew him said he was a great guy. He even ran a popular riding trail. That's what he did. Where people could ride their horses. So he was able to fit into society. Did the, his riding trail go past his burying, burying field, whatever? I don't know. It's a good Tiffany question, though. Yeah, yeah. Because that would be interesting to know. That would be a way for him to. Because he would pass by it a lot. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Admire his work. Yep, that's true. The riding trails were oh, were also close to where the four bodies were found. <laughs> Bingo! <laughs> Just keep reading. Oh my gosh. Okay. Um, I'm gonna start reading my stories when I do them like far back. I'm gonna reread them because. Life goes on, and I forget these little details. Yep. Um, no real progress uh, was being made in the case until, out of nowhere, Robert's wife calls. He, she calls Detective Bittner, and she says that her and Robert were separating, and she felt like she could finally come clean about the real Robert Abel. Paula Abel would tell Bittner that while Robert seemed put together on the outside, he would have fits of rage and would beat their livestock or just disappear Aww. for days. He would not tell Paula where he was. She had found nude photos of women as well. That's not completely out of the normal, but yeah. for men. Um, uh, Paula told investigators to call Robert's ex-wife, Cindy. Cindy would tell them um, that they were only married for 41 days. It's like a sabbatical. Yeah. Um, on their honeymoon, Cindy had refused to sleep with Robert. Robert became enraged and told Cindy that if she ever denied him sex again, he would... 
um, kill her. She also confirmed that he would beat the animals when upset. She, too, found nude photos of women in his possession. This info was not enough, um, so Bittner contacted the FBI agent named David Gomez. Gomez specialized in sexual homicides. Bittner um, gave Gomez all the details of the case, and Gomez created a profile. Gomez concluded that the killer would most likely uh, involve himself. Abel did. He also said that the killer would have a comfort zone or the area that he would kill in, and the killer would not likely deviate from the area. Abel. Yeah. Gomez also said that the killer would have a superior attitude and a history of cruelty to animals, and the killer would probably collect trophies from his victims. Bittner was blown away because the profile fit Abel to a T. Except for the trophies. That they know of. Yeah, that they know of. Yeah, I mean. They didn't have it at that point. Because I don't think those uh, nude photos were, of course, those they were not those women. Yeah, that or that would have been a slam dunk. Yeah, for sure. Um, apparently if a person matches a profile so much, law enforcement can obtain a search warrant, and that's why they did. In November 1993, they searched Abel's property. They did find nude lady pics, handguns, and a tooth on the counter. They even vacuumed the floors. I, okay, if y'all, law enforcement, if you want to come do this in my house, I need vacuuming, mopping. Um, in an attempt to find... Bleach. I'll take yeah. bleach. You can clean my house. Disinfectant. We'll leave all the chemicals on the counter. Just do as you please. Um... So, they even vacuumed the floors and attempt to find one of the victim's hairs. Yeah, makes sense. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, so they took his curtains to see if they matched the strangulation marks left on the victim's necks, um, but they came up with nothing. The guns were too deteriorated to match anything. I say that five times. The tooth <laughs> was Robert's. I mean, you know, I, I'm going to okay. Okay, get hate mail for this, but I don't care. East <laughs> Texas, they, it, like... Teeth are a form of, like, money in East Texas. <laughs> okay, okay, that's enough. I that. get, I get. I get, I get. <laughs> so he was probably, like, saving it to, like, go buy another horse. <laughs> I crack myself up. I'll I'm, my, I'm my best tooth. fan. Yeah, my own best fan. Okay. Um, and they even, okay, I already said all the vacuum. The nude pics were claimed by a woman. Could you imagine? Like, you're on an ongoing investigation. You're like, whose nude pictures are these and you're like oh you have to fess up like those are mine right <laughs> moral of the story do not let anybody take pictures of you naked yes that's the only that's your life lesson in this they story. couldn't end up in the internet back then but these days or worse or worse or could incriminate you <laughs> worse <laughs> you my we're, four-year-old worse yes because it's the worst country <laughs> i'm trying to sound i'm trying to give the the listeners like the real feel of how these people probably talk <laughs> um so Yes, yeah, so do, 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 they came up with nothing, blah, blah, blah. There was something interesting, though, to investigators. Robert had newspaper clippings about the Texas Killing Field serial killer. So he was saving all this Yeah, that's stuff. trophy. That's trophy worthy. He probably had, you know, if you watch movies, he probably had, like, the pin-up on the walls or, like, the, like, tape to this and that. I don't know. Okay. Not that this is his case. Is it a case with him? But if it were us and it was happening, we would probably have our own pin board where we were, oh, like, yeah. trying to connect all the dots, too. Yeah. But we wouldn't have all the other incriminating evidence. I mean, that's either, a good so. book right there. Yes. Like, we you know we're like the women. We'd we're be like the to vigilante the justice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So obviously, this again is this common for for killers it to is. save these types of things. Yep. They like to go back and they like to read they like what the they attention. did. Yep. And they like the attention. Yeah. Robert would actually end up committing suicide by driving his car on train tracks and waiting for a train. Mm-hmm. Robert took any answers he had to his grave. Bummer. 
Five months after, I know, right? Boo. Five months after Robert's death, Tim, Laura's father, remember she's one of the victims. Okay, yep. Um, she was the fir- first? No, she's second one of the, Yep, she was the second one. Receives a letter from someone claiming to be the killer. The letter didn't give away well, any real, yeah, I know, right? People always just want yeah. attention. Yeah. It's sad how many people will exploit other people's grief. Yeah, I'm like, that's the one thing you want to... I would... My claim to fame would be like, I'm the real inventor of the post-it note. But I'm not going to freaking go and pretend to be a killer. Lots of people do this, and it's really unfortunate. Like, in a lot of missing cases, I've heard this, where people will get leads, Mm quote-unquote, and they They go nowhere. dead ends because people are just sick and, like, screw with them extra. Yep. And you can just even imagine, like, that, like, getting your hopes up and then being let down time and time again, and it's... That, that's really it takes a twisted person to do something like that and it really takes you away noise. from viable leads uh, yeah you know what i mean yeah, it's absolutely. taking you away from actually finding who did this yeah so yeah the letter didn't give any real information and the writer has never been identified currently robert's sta- stables are abandoned because we want to go ghost hunt them um in an interview <laughs> we'll find any yeah <laughs> haunted uh, horses any ghost horses while we're out there yeah yeah so i actually i tiffany phelps i saw her i was watching a youtube video um from i'll put i'll link the source yeah. um in this story but um i i saw her interview with the individuals that were doing the story and so it prompted me to reach out to her and i did and she reached back out to me how cool is that um so, so we cool. just need to get together but tiffany does say in this interview with them uh that she worked at the stables with Robert and his wife. So she said the stables closed shortly after 1999. Uh, she said when she worked there, she didn't like to go there or wouldn't go there on the property if certain people were working. And um, one of those individuals is Robert's son. But I'll let you, t- I'll let her tell you the story of Robert's son. It's not my story to tell. Uh, some other cases include 14-year-old Brenda Jones, not in this area, but along that um, strip between Galveston and Houston. Many others, other victims would be fine. 14 year old Brenda Jones. She was last seen on her way to visit her aunt on July 1st, uh, 1971. Her body was found the next day. 14 year old Wanda Johnson. Um, lots of teenagers, lots of girls. Yeah. Lots of teenage girls. 13 year old Sharon Shaw. They were together August 4th, 1971. The remains were found in a swampy marsh in Galveston, January 3rd, 1972. 15 year old Deborah, um, Ackerman and Maria Johnson were last seen accepting a ride in an ice cream shop in 19 or in November 15th, 1971. Again, this is around the time where it wasn't unheard of. You got, I mean, people hitchhiked and all that stuff. So, mm-hmm. but if you get into a yeah, car true. with somebody, I would, you would want to, I would, I would think they knew who, who picked them up. Um, their bodies were found uh, partially nude two days later. And then you've got 14-year-old Lynette Bibbs and 15-year-old um, Tamara Fisher, last seen February 1st, 1991, near Houston. Bodies found two days later. Are we seeing a theme here? Um, 14-year-old Georgia Gear and 12-year-old Brooks Gracewell. I mean, he's, whoever's this doing this... This happened after Homeboy died, right? No. This is Mm-mm. all during the time he was alive? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, because he didn't, oh, yeah, he didn't yeah, commit yeah, suicide until 99. Yeah. Some of the girls were initially categorized as runaways, and police did not initially work together in different jurisdictions, as we had learned so that was detrimental in solving the uh, solving these murders but over 700 people are currently missing in the houston area and most are women under the age of 35 Mm. considering it's taken years for some of these women to be discovered um how many others are out there we have no idea like they could be in these fields so um i'll link some of the youtube videos but yeah there's been a lot of paranormal investigations and things like that for that little patch specifically that i focused on um 
for those four women where those bodies are found and, and they've collected a lot of EVPs and things like that. So my hope is one day we go down there. Yeah. So we... define EVPs for our listeners who maybe don't know what that is. Oh, I'm sorry for the non-nerds out there. The non-paranormal um, yeah. nerds. EVPs are electro electronic voice phenomena. So basically they're um, things that we can capture on voice recording. We can't always hear disembodied voices in our right. ears. So like ghost voices. That's how you hear, their, hear them. Yes. Um, and I've got the equipment. I am a total nerd. I've got the equipment. We're going to do... The only thing I've never really done... Dud. Dud. Yeah. <laughs> I really am getting my Houston on today. Um, are, the, are they the dowsing rods? Is that what they're called? Like where you oh, hold them know. together and like they're supposed to move with like paranormal activity? I don't know. I think know. they're called dowsing rods. That's the only thing I really haven't messed with, but the EVTs... I don't do a ton of paranormal, so... Oh my gosh. That's like my jam right there, so... I know it is. I'd like to, obviously... I you mean, might have to have my husband guest star, not star, <laughs> guest host for oh, some of your sure. paranormal stuff because he geeks out on that stuff too. He would know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. No, I've got, I've got it all. The only thing I'd like to upgrade is I had the old school like tape recorder. Yeah. So I need a new one of those, like a little memo recorder, but, I, yeah. but I'm willing to pay for one for this. <laughs> Worth so, yeah. the investment. I mean, like it was $5 pretty... $5 investment. Yeah, the $5 <laughs> investment. But, I mean, we were using Cheez-It boxes last week. True. So... Um, and that, I think we should it, video us, though. Like, we'll yeah. do a podcast while we're out there with clips and things like that, but I'd like to do a video. Um, but, yeah, I mean, if you guys have never heard of the Texas Killing Fields, there is so much information on it, and because it's such a big stretch, I mean, it goes on for miles and miles and miles, it was very hard for me to cover every single case as you know, and every body that's been found out there. So these are probably the four most prominent, well-known, and there is a movie on it with Negan, Texas Killing Fields. <laughs> Actually, I looked it up while we were chatting, and it looks like there's quite a few people that you would recognize in that Oh, movie. yeah, for sure. So for sure, yeah. I'll, I'll add it to my watch list as well. Um, it wasn't good. It wasn't a good one? No. Oh, and it doesn't even follow any of this better. at all. Yeah, it doesn't mention, it's just stupid. It's It's kind of dumb. I wouldn't watch it. Um, please don't come kill me, producers and directors of, but yeah. I told you, I only gave it one thumb. I'm not gonna lie, I'll still watch it. Even <laughs> All right, if you, even I, if you I gave it you. two thumbs down. <laughs> or three. You'll be like, there's an hour and a half of my life I'll never get back. I just thought it would give, like, more, more, of, the tor- yeah. more of the story, but it doesn't, it doesn't really talk about this, so, yeah. Wow, crazy. Do you know if any of the other girls, the teenagers that look like that were found, were they found similar to the other four because those four bodies were found positioned the same right over those few years it doesn't say that they were positioned the same they all were found weren't they like pretty much partially nude um their hands were positioned the same no the four were okay yeah but the others like along the you know but the others weren't yeah not everybody was i'm sure because of the way that it's so um dense and and marshy and things like that that's got to be a hot spot for people to dump bodies unfortunately it really is because I mean the elements will get you. Yeah. Who owns the land now? Do you know? A lot of it's off. A lot of it runs. Um, Robert? some of it. Yeah, some of it is owned. Some of it's part of an oil field, and a lot oh, of it right. runs along I forty five. Okay. So some of it's city owned, maybe. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. The jurisdictions. All the jurisdictions. Yeah. Yeah. So um. Yeah. That's that's what I got today. Wow, that's wild. Well, huh. we'll come back to you with our paranormal activity one day. Hell yeah. Well, it's freezing cold outside right now. <laughs> Not but when today. when it warms up. Yes. Or tomorrow. <laughs> Hopefully in a week. No, I'm just kidding. But um, I'm thinking like summer or fall. Maybe not summer because it is fall. Houston. Let's say fall. Oh, we'll fall get eaten alive yeah, by no bugs. 
Yes. So maybe fall. And that's how they really died. <laughs> yeah, no <laughs> the joke. The marshes of Houston. Ticks, bugs. Oh, that's another we fear. We think there's a murderer, but it's really just the bugs. Yeah. Eating, eating them alive. Yeah, we think we're, we're, like, ghost hunting. We just go there to get, like, chiggers we and could, Lyme disease. We could just get, like, all dressed up in that, like, beehive, <laughs> bee, bee tender garb and... <laughs> The way you had your arms out, I was like, like what, a, like a Victorian dress? Like, like the Michelin man. So I imagine that like, we were going to be the Queen of England. Like, what? Like, the beehive. You know what I mean? The yes. people who tend to the beehive. I'll do man. that. Why haven't we thought about that to begin with? Why are we not living our lives like that? Because in the summertime here in Texas, those bugs are bad. Could you imagine me pregnant last summer? Oh, I had, my gosh. I had twins in July, and... For the love, could you imagine me and all of that? And my yeah, just all of the stuff. Yeah. We, you'd be in the wheelchair because we'd be wheeling you, having to like carry all that Heat plus exhaustion. Twins. Oh my gosh! <sighs> yeah, so we'll find some kind of getup. I'm sure it'll be comical. Whatever. I'm we gonna freaking bring like eight cans of bug spray. I'm just letting you know. Well, I'm bringing my bee getup. <laughs> you will bring me one, you jerk. Yeah, you have your bug spray. We, when we leave the boys to like find, fend for themselves, like we have our own, we have our own bug gear. Yeah, we're like, mm, you guys get Lyme disease. She doesn't want to splurge on the five dollar tape recorder, but yeah. we're going all out on the bee guard. Hell yeah! Because I'm not happen. gonna die that night. No, not of West Nile or Zika. <laughs> Zika. Oh my gosh, I totally <laughs> forgot about Zika. No, we got enough to worry about, and we got to worry about bugs too. Right. It's crazy. Yep. Did it, so okay. Last question: the peop, the other teenagers that were found, like scattered, were there any like common causes of death? Did they say any of that? A lot of them were raped. <sighs> um. So your typical, your typical. you know, well, I mean, no, no. <laughs> it's true. Sounds awful, but you know, when you when you're talking about you know the abduction of little girls and things yeah. like that, I mean, and little boys too. These just happen to be kind of because a lot of these are women and young young girls. Um. All within and, that like twelve to. 15 mm-hmm. range, right? Most Yeah, of them. most of them are near Houston and, and all of that. And I'm sure if I kept digging, I'd find more and more cases. Oh, I'm sure. But um, it makes you wonder. I mean, we go back to the sex trafficking. That has just been ever mm-hmm. since we did that. Like, I know, but I don't think that was as prevalent. And I'm being, I've been told by law enforcement that it's really not the way, nowadays it's really not the way you think it, it's done. But um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe because somebody has to know that they obviously, this is like a hot spot. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would, I would really hate to think, and it's possible, that, like, 20 or 30 serial killers all come together and be like, this is the place where you jump, you, like, dump your body. Like, this yeah. is the place to go. Like, I would like to think there's not as many perps. Yeah. Maybe, like, one or two. There's not just, like, a community of serial killers <sighs> That's what I, I mean, in my together. perfect world, that's what I would love to believe, but who knows. Is it monitored now? Like, the, the fields? I don't think so. I don't think so. They probably haven't had any recent... Yeah, nothing too recent, but again, um, people are still missing, so just because yeah. they haven't been found doesn't necessarily mean they're not there, but, mm-hmm. and they said that a lot of the missing people down there are women under the age of 35. We're good. We're good. We're we've, good. We've, we've already we've surpassed our... Yeah. So, um, they're not going to want us, but, um... Especially dressed in our bee get-up. <laughs> We're going to do anything we can to turn off this criminal from, from killing us. Were we, did we say that <laughs> on a podcast sexier before? than that. <laughs> like, what would we do if we were ever being um, raped or something like that? You would think about, and we have to think about that. We're women. Like, if somebody ever tries to grab us. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, no, we have to. I'm going, it. like, I'm going to poop myself. Like, <laughs> that's that how is you're legit what I'm, yes, hell to the, I'm not even joking. Like, I will legit poop myself because I'm, I'm going to, like, 
Because what's nastier? Tammy's hidden talent. She can poop, <laughs> poop, poop on a dime. I already have an irritable bowel. So just that, that like, upset would just completely, I'd be all, like, my stomach, I get, my stomach gets upset when, um. What's your weapon of choice? Poop. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. So if you ask any of my family members, any conversation you have with Tammy Melendez will always turn to poop. And they're like, how well, do there you have it, folks. Yeah. They're like, how do you take every conversation and like get it back to poop? I'm like, I don't know. But that's, thank you, ladies. You can, you can use that too. I'm keeping women safe one, one, one poop uh, at a time. One poop at a time. <laughs> Just try and poop yourself. I mean, you're, st- you're already going to be, or make yourself throw up. Maybe I feel like I was talking to you about that. Was I not talking Throwing about up? that? Like, and you Maybe. said you got to make yourself throw up? No. Maybe. I don't know who I have these conversations with. <laughs> But, um, you don't think so? Yeah, they're like, you either make yourself throw up or poop because it throws that yeah, person off. I wonder who you're talking to. Probably myself, truly. <laughs> you're like my only friend. <laughs> it's very sad. Maybe you were talking to me. I don't know. I've been a zombie these past few months, so it's possible. I just wasn't. <sighs> I do have weird conversations, so I'm sure. It, I mean, I probably could have been talking to a store clerk for all I know. I don't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, yeah, just poop yourself. There you well, go. There's yeah. our, there's our. Words of wisdom for today. How to protect yourself from a serial killer. Poop yourself or throw up on them. I think we spent more time not talking about the story <laughs> than we did the story. And I was so excited, but I ended up spending more time not talking about it. I love it. No, okay. it was a, I mean, that was, it's a crazy story. It was, but I mean, I think we, if y'all, I think I enjoyed our sidebar comments. I do too. That's more. what, that's what the podcast is about. <laughs> sidebar. sidebar. And a little, we sprinkle a little crime. Yes. But mostly sidebar, but a little crime. Because I feel like most podcasts, and I love, I listen to a lot of podcasts, but they just tell the story, um, and then I always have my commentary. Like, I'm screaming at the yes, person through the podcast. I'm like, there ain't no sense. Yeah. So then yeah. we've come together, and we made the best of both worlds. We talk about crime, and we get to have our sidebar. Yeah. 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 And if you guys have sidebar comments, too, that you want to add to these stories, we'd love to hear it. Yeah. Um. All right. Well. You can send it in through email. You could send us a video or an audio clip. We'll play it on, on the air if it's something that makes sense for us to play. Um, we You can send us stuff on Facebook um, at Moms Who Talk Crime and on Instagram, uh, same handle. And our, our email is MomsWhoTalkCrime at gmail.com. And my battery's dying, so we got to close this up quickly. <laughs> <laughs> um, so definitely follow us, uh, like us on Facebook, Instagram, and uh, follow us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you're listening to. And again, please, 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 here's our shameless plug. Go give us a review. Mm-hmm. Um, we will love you forever and ever. Amen. If you just give us a review and tell people that you like us, don't leave one if you don't like us. Just leave us alone, please. <laughs> leave us alone. Yeah. <laughs> don't tank our reviews just because yeah. you don't like our podcast. Just stop listening. Because we make fun of East Texas. Don't take it out on us. <laughs> so, well, thank you for your fun story. Fun. Uh, maybe not the right word, Caitlin. Uh, <laughs> your, your... Combo was fun. The story yes. kind of sucks, but yeah. Yes, definitely sucks. But uh, check out the YouTube videos that we post in the show notes. And we'll be talking to you soon. All righty. See you later. Bye.